We've got pandas, multiple game updates, pandas, meetups, pandas, and we talked to Langtheris and Cyrene about AIE WoW pandas. All that and more coming up right now. This is the AIE PandaCast. This is the AIE Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 119. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out of central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings, this is Accuzod. So uh, we apologized last week. Uh, I had a house guest, so I was unable to attend as I was bringing him to the airport precisely during showtime. Uh, we moved to the Thursdays because the chances of me getting stuck at work on Tuesdays are a very, very high percentage chance now. So uh, Thursdays seem to seem to work a little better. Uh, what has been going on with you guys? Uh, a little pandemonium? Pandas! 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 Pandas are awesome. I, I sadly have not, I've not yet, uh, not been able to experience them yet. I, I think I'm probably just going to shoot for like Christmas. I will attempt it because I will have a little more time off. So I a will attempt to. Uh, for poor, poor Gomez. <laughs> I just like starting up and paying for another game that I can't play will kind of pain me. So I, I'm, I'm passing for the time being. But uh, what have you guys been doing with the world of pandas? I should say. I, I think pandas are just, I, I mean, it's not just that they're pandas. It's a new class. There's a new race. There's just a whole bunch of new stuff. And that's what we always love about WoW is every iteration, every expansion, when they make new things, they get better and better and better. And this this one is just ooking awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's been really working for me. When um, I first logged in, I actually stopped and ran around in circles for like 20 minutes because I had no idea where to go first, what to do first. I wanted to do everything at once, and I couldn't. <laughs> Because that's impossible. I wanted to roll a monk, and I wanted to play my main, and I wanted to catch all the pets, and uh, it wouldn't let me do them all three at once. Go figure. So I, I do have to ask, you tweeted about something about, like, the epic pet catcher or something. Is there, like, different methods, like, different Pokeballs, as it were? Like, uh, there's, They're crates. So what it is is you a throw a crate, box sorry. and hope it lands on top of them. Like, okay. hey, little critter, you don't see my box. I'm just an herbalist who has high aspirations. Oh, threw it over your head. Um, so uh, I didn't know there would be an upgrade, and there is an upgrade. You have to catch 50 pets for an upgrade. Oh, and what's okay. really disappointing, yeah, but what's disappointing is that it looks exactly the same. So it still looks like this rickety little box. And you're like, hello, rickety little box who is supposed to be an upgrade. How's that working well, out for what me? What does the upgrade actually do? It's supposed to increase the catch chance. And I've noticed I don't have to throw up five times anymore to catch a pet, which is Well, that's great. nice. Yeah, because when you get around level five or six, you're throwing crate after crate after crate. I mean, there's a crate emporium somewhere that's loving my business. <laughs> but but uh, now I only have to throw two or three. Okay, cool, cool. So the, yeah. so the upgrade is actually an upgrade. Like, you definitely notice that it's doing something. Well, it's, it's around level 10, so I'm kind of afraid what's going to happen around level 15. Because I haven't noticed an achievement with another crate upgrade yet. 
So here's keeping your fingers crossed, you know. <laughs> it gets even crater. Oh man. <laughs> I need Maybe to they'll have repair like a, that one crickety slat and I need you know, to have sand a, like it a, down a bit. A know? pun klaxon that I can sound off whenever there's... <laughs> so, Zod, what's been going on with you? Well, actually, um, I've been playing the pandas, of course, and I must say that my intentions when we were going into the Pandemonium uh, expansion was to level my paladin, who's a tank for our Warstorm uh, raid, tomb, raid team. I was going to level him up to 90 so we could start raiding. And Blizzard went and drove me crazy. They pulled the one spell I find the most useful when tanking, Righteous Defense, which is the one where you can you can cast it on a player and all the mobs attacking them will you know, peel off onto you. So you can yeah. aggro whatever's aggro the person. And to me, that just made tanking almost more brainless than it was anyway on a paladin because it is pretty easy on a paladin. But with something like Voodoo, I could just click on a person's portrait and they would all the mobs attacking that person would run over to me. So it's, it was great. I tried to tank on a bear and I love my bear, but I just I hated having to actually try to target a mob in order to peel them off. So I switched back to the paladin, loved righteous defense, and then they removed it. And I was really disheartened and I said, you know, I don't know if I want to love my paladin anymore. And so I made a panda monk, and I was just intentionally originally gonna level him just to get him into the guild so I can do invites into Pondera because I was <laughs> the only place I didn't oh, have yeah. a tune. Right, right. So I made him and he is now level forty. <laughs> And my paladin, paladin's wondering what happened because, you know, I don't see him anymore. He's like, hey, wait, I'm party Zod. <laughs> no. There's no party here. No, Zen Zod is now in charge because the paladin, at least, I haven't tried any of the other specs yet on the, the pandas, on the monks, but brewmaster tanking, at least at the low levels, is a blast. It's a lot of fun to play. It's a lot of easy. And it's not brainless. You actually have to think, but not a whole lot. Just enough to be interesting. Uh, to me, it's kind of like DK tanking. I, I can foresee that it's going to be just like DKs. You're going to be really, really good monk tanks and really, really bad monk tanks and not much in between. Yeah, oh, that's nice. that that tends to happen with those sorts of... Uh, it's like, hey, here's the thing that if you follow this really simple rotation, you'll do just fine. And yet some people don't oh, do that. Oh, they're better than the rotation. No. <laughs> Easily, the best thing that's happened to me in this expansion besides the whole pet thing, because, I mean, let's face it, I love the pets. Oh, wait, it's, it's this little thing we I We have do. noticed that, yes. Yeah, it's just this little thing I, I enjoy. Aludra is now a panda. Nice. And she is adorable and cuddly and made of awesome and win, and I love it so much. Wait a minute. I thought your blood elf was just wearing a fur coat. <laughs> That's one big fur coat. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually was able to do one of the uh, the group nights. Uh, I was able to run with uh, Sindrake and Ralphie and um, Mantis. Uh, was yep. It was a really fun evening that uh, Grashit and I were able to, or Muli, I should say, he's Grashit in this game, but uh, it was a lot of fun. We actually started it uh, as a four-man, and we did okay for a while, and then we got to the final boss, and it's like, yeah, this is not happening. Like, <laughs> it just, we could not do enough DPS with four people and my pathetic healing to be able to actually make it through the, uh, but once we once we added the the fifth person, Cassindrake was actually running with a different five-man, and he needed a little downtime because he was healing, apparently, in the other one. So they were very glad that Muli was tanking and I was healing, so that just, you know, gave them a chance to just open up and do DPS, so... And uh, also, I've been playing Borderlands, which is... Uh, oh, uh, is it? It's, oh, yeah. oh, it's fantastic. I mean, if, if you like the first game, it's it's essentially more of the same. Like, there's there's some different mechanics because the classes are totally different. But, I mean, it's a ton of fun just to, like, sort of mindless, oh, hey, I want to go and blow people's heads up. Like, it's really fun for, like, you can sit down and play for 30, 35 minutes and it's fine, which is one of the things I actually like about it. Oh, so like uh, Team Fortress 2. 
Yes, yes, it's very much so because it's like you have quests that you do. So it's like you go and talk to people and get quests and such. But there are save points like during the as you're walking through like the quest zone you go into. So Mm -hmm. you can like once you've hit a save point, you can quit and then start from there. So you don't need to like finish the quest all the way. And some well, the problem is sometimes you can get respawned. So it's like, oh, I just spawned here and there's 30 people here trying to kill me. But the game (laughs) is very fun for even if you get killed, if you kill something within 30 seconds, like your character sort of has a, a, a dying breath and like this, the screen is all sort of, you know, wobbly and everything, but you can still attack. And if you manage to kill something, you get like 30% of your hit points back and part of your shield back. So you can oh, get nice. this second wind that you can keep going. So they, it's been really fun. And I've, I've played a couple times in a group. Um, the mobs hit harder and there are more of them, but the loot is way better when you group up. So it's kind of a balance. But it's yeah. I, I've been having a lot of fun with it simply because when I only have a half hour or an hour, uh, Secret World, it's you can accomplish some stuff, but some of the quests get kind of in depth and you can't really sit down. And I mean, you guys know how it is. You know, MMOs yeah. aren't really good for the whole... Uh, well, yes, uh, I see that, uh, I believe it's Kylie in the, the chat channel, uh, Claptrap, who is a fantastic character in the game. Uh, he's not only beatboxing, but he's doing dubstep, which is like super amusing in that he's just this super cheerful all the time robot, like walking around being crazy. So that's, uh, that's been a lot of fun to play. Nice. That's super cool. Okay, well, uh, we've got a great show today with special guests Langtheris and Cyrene here to talk about the Miss of Pandaria expansion, the Fall Craft Fair, and everything else happening in AIE WoW. But first, we've got the news. AIE News. Unfortunately, we have some very sad news. Vandaclaw, otherwise known as Panda Guy, has passed away in real life. He was a member of AIE that many people enjoyed and loved playing with. Uh, Mogramar will be organizing a memorial celebration of the life of Vandeclaw, and it will be held on October 13th. The details about that are in the forums. Well, to turn things around, Archulon of AIE Tor, for the n- let's congratulate him for the newest addition to his family, Miles Yay. Daniel Quinn. Our newest little guildie was born on September 26th of this year, and both mom and baby are doing just fine as of last report. If you would like to give your well wishes, head on over to the forum thread in the community section titled Newest Little Guilty. Congrats to Meliana and Peach for their recent wedding. Icefall got some great pictures on the scene, which are available on the forums for the entire guild to view. To you. Uh, we wish you both many years of happiness. Uh, they're a fantastic pair of people. I had the pleasure to meet them at Nerdtacular two years ago. Uh, they outstanding people. I'm I'm really pleased we saw Miliana poke his head back into the officer forums uh, a couple days ago. So um, I'm I'm pleased to see uh, pleased to see that they're they're back and active and that I I couldn't wish for a happier time for the the two of them. They're both fantastic people. Aww. And we have a new guildy of the moment, and that is Boxite. I hope I'm saying that correctly. It's B-A-U-X-I-T-E. Boxite. I would think that's Boxite, yes. Works okay. for me. <laughs> He's a shining example of what, what makes AIE special. Members have these great things to say about him. Always willing to help and makes gold off the AH like a madman. Found him last night helping a new 85 get some gear and achievements from the older instances. He way out gears. He is patient and a good voice of reason in a raid. Box is an awesome guy. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And remember, if you see someone who's a shining example of what makes the AIE Guild so special, please let your officers know. You can congratulate Boxite personally on the forums. 
Are you in the Philly area? It no. It looks like. No? Oh, oh well, oh, you should sorry. be. I thought you were asking me. No, it should be. You should be because it looks like a few folks are trying to organize a meetup. Ooh. Thus far, the idea of AIE cheesesteak has been bandied about, which means cheesesteaks in Philly. Who would have thought? Oh, that's weird. I know. But give your input if you're in the area on the forums. So The Secret World does have a new chapter out. Issue 3, The Cat God, was quietly announced on The Secret World forums for a September 26th release. Um, other games are updating. We're, we're pleased to see that, that Secret World seems to be back on their monthly update schedule. I sadly have not seen any of the new content, simply because I haven't made it through all the old content yet. But I'm, <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to getting there. And speaking of game updates, Rift's first expansion, Storm Legion, has a closed beta starting on Friday, October 5th. Now, guys, remember this is a closed beta, and it's under a non-disclosure agreement, so if you're in it, please don't post stuff in our forums. Use Tryon's closed beta forums only. Ooh, it's a secret. It's a secret world of mm. Rift. Mm. <laughs> it's a crossover. It is. Also, this Friday, October 5th, the Rift community team will be doing a live stream to reveal the newest addition to the Rogue Soul, the Tactician. Ooh. That's, uh, that sounds very interesting. Uh, yeah. World of Warcraft has announced changes to Reputation Grind, which makes me so happy when Yay. I come back to the game. <laughs> That's right. They're becoming less grindy for alts. Once one of your characters earns revered status, the rest of your characters will earn rep at twice the rate. Plus, changes to the grind from Revered to Exalted are also in the works. Discussion about these changes can be found in the World of Warcraft official forums. All right, and now for some SWOTOR news, here's an update from the SWOTOR crew. The officers of AIE present the Galactic News of the Week. Hi team, this is Max. To kick off the news, patch 1.4 Terror from Beyond has been released, and everyone's having fun checking out the new content filling up their two new character slots and making faces at each other with the new mood system. And this is Seema, and in other news, this week we had the inaugural run of a new operations team named SIF with Unlimited Power, or SUP, operations on Monday, October 1st. We had a great run in Caragas Palace, downing four out of five bosses before the time ran out for that event. Congratulations, team. And this is Machia with more Ops news. The Lords of Light Republic side has moved into explosive conflict hard mode. Even though they did not get Zorn and Toph down on Sunday, next Sunday they will get Zorn and Toph down. On the Imperial side, Lord of Lights has started off with new 50s and run all the story mode content. And Clarity V, with the help of Avishad and Sten, and will be taking... Terror from Beyond Story Mode on Wednesday. This is Abavan with your community news. Jiu-Jitsu is organizing some hard mode flashpoint runs on the Imperial side. Check the forums to join up with these guys and break into some teams for some flashpoint fun. Jiu-Jitsu is also organizing our Sortor Halloween party for October 23rd. We'll all be rolling new Imperial Agent or Bounty Hunter alts with Halloween themed names and jumping into the vent for some goofing off on Huda starting around 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, that's October 23rd, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. From the AIE SOTOR officers, thank you, and we'll see you in the game. And a big thanks to the SOTOR officers for sending that in. Uh, and with that, let's talk to our guests this week. We have Langtheris and Cyrene. How's it going, you guys? Hey, everyone. Hello. Yay. 
Yay! Woohoo! So what what's been going on? You know, there's I've heard an expansion hidden wow. There's, you know, some <laughs> stuff going on. Do you want to like fill us in on on what the haps is here? Oh, let's see. So as if you unless you've been living under a rock, and yes, there's people who've been living under a rock. Hey, uh, it's warrior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Blizzard has finally released and now we're in full panda mode for the Mists of Pandaria uh, arguably probably the funnest and most entertaining expansion that we've seen in a while so uh, it, it all takes place in the you know the originally hidden but now rediscovered uh, island of Pandaria and of course you get the Alliance and the uh, Horde trying to vie for global domination of one form or another but of course everyone forgot about the pandas and they say hey wait a minute ho 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 wait a minute there's some dance party got to go for first and some drinking then we'll talk about who ends up uh, owning pandaria so besides that there's pet battles there's new instances there's a gorgeous zone gorgeous zone to go explore too many things to do not enough time I have way too many games now to play, and I've not ignored because I'm stuck in Pandaria. Yeah, that that's another reason that I, because I'm paying for Star Wars Secret World, and it's like a third one. Do I, do I really have the time to play a third one? Because I'm scared oh. that the other two would very quickly fall by the wayside. If <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's not fun. a it's not a bad problem to have uh, when but, you're at the point now where you have. So many games to play that are entertaining uh, entertaining with the same community of people that you play to the point where it's like you almost feel like a neglectful like parent because, you know, the other night I had Dark Rook jump into my channel saying, hello, hello, you used to play EVE Online, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but it's just the whole I'm paying $45 a month to play one game. That that's yeah. that's what yeah. I can't really wash right now. That that's what's paining me a little bit because I'm paying for Star Wars and I'm paying for Secret World. And if I start playing WoW, that'll be a third, you know, thirteen to fifteen dollar a month. And it's like, eh. yeah, yeah, no, Gomez, you should really talk to Senile, the man with five accounts in Eve. <laughs> well, that's his fault, and <laughs> you yeah. know he's at least paying for one of those with stuff in Eve, like. <laughs> No, but he's he's playing that. He's also playing Guild Wars Two, which of course now all my Guild Wars Two say, "Hey, you know, we're we were the new shiny. Come play well, with us." They, I mean, the nice thing about Guild Wars Two is they they can be the shiny long after you've lost interest in other things because you don't have to pay for that. That yeah. is true. That is very 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 true. Yeah, but, uh, I have yeah. Torchlight Two for that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and there's another one I want to play. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what is going on? Like, there was nothing at the beginning of the year. Like, I was playing some stuff, but it was like, eh, it's kind of a drought. And the end of the year, like, what is going on with this year? Like, I have never seen this many games come out that I want to play. You know, uh, you can, you, we started, in, you know, when we started the GURP initiative, you know, we wanted to get our, our membership to get, you know, involved in the games of the community. And I think sometimes we've done our job a little too well. <laughs> well, there's too many. Yeah. You know, yeah it, it's, it is kind of a golden age when it comes to uh, the games because there's just a lot of games. And what's, what's different this time is that we have this huge community now. Now established, now well known. Uh, so it's just like it. It you almost feel guilty. I don't know if it, if you have the same issue, side, but you almost feel really, really guilty that you fact that you can't go play with your friends because you're busy playing with your friends. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, and it, like the the thing I have is I'm I'm trying to get them into the fold, but like the people that bought me Borderlands Two and that I occasionally play with aren't in AIE. Like they were at one time, but they just sort of haven't been playing MMOs a lot. And it's like, can you guys come in so we can like all play together? But it's like you know they you know they they don't really play a lot of. Uh, community sort of game so it's like I'm torn in that I want to play Borderlands with AIE people but I want to play Borderlands with the people that bought me the game so yeah well, that's the Steam I, people I mean they they're all like not as formalized as the rest of AIE so oh yes think- certainly certainly yeah that, I know but it's one of those things that your 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 other friends your non-AIE friends are like <laughs> You know, going, calling up Mooley and saying, excuse me, excuse me, can we have a play date with Gomez, please? No, 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 it's Lucas, <laughs> the guy that used to do the raid wrap-up with me. Like, so he was an AIE, certainly. It's just he he hasn't played MMOs for a while. So, like, that, you know, he sort of fell by the wayside. I, I know. And it, it, it's 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 uh, the unfortunate thing of having so many games out there. I mean, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I, it's like generally I'm not a very organized, like, calendary kind of person. But for the first time in like for in ever, I'm actually scheduling like play dates on my calendar with yourself, <laughs> with myself today. Whoa! It's like, phone call. I get that phone call. <laughs> that's fine. right. That's for me. It's Sorry. fine. No, no, it's it. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Somebody's got a rebuttal, and they want to be heard now. <laughs> they want to say now, now. No, but but it's uh, but but yeah, it's 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 like you know, like Monday through Wednesday, it's 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 you know, World of Warcraft time. Thursday, Friday is like Eve Online time. I'm gonna throw in a little Guild Wars two, maybe a little bit on Sunday. Uh, TF two on Saturday nights. Borderlands two, yeah, I'll pass on Borderlands two. Oh, don't! It's so good. Well, well, no. See, the problem is that I played the first one and it was engaging and it was fun, but it, I know after like what day two. It's like, ah, I don't know, play PF2. <laughs> and it's just me. It's just me being weird. No, no, no. And I completely understand that. It's just TF2 requires you be logged in when other people are playing. And Borderlands 2 doesn't. It's neat in that people can just join in. Like you can set the option. Hey, if I'm playing and someone from my friends list logs in, they can just join my game. So that, that's one thing that I actually really like about it. And that you can start out being single player. And then if, say, like... Someone logs in, they can be like, "Oh, hey, Gomez is also playing this," and he can they can log directly in. So that that's one of the things I really like about it. That's true, but I'll, like I'll, I'll tell Diablo you, three. Yeah, see, the thing with Diablo, what, the thing with games nowadays is that which game is that? Well, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> what? sorry, sorry. The one that one we were all playing for like three weeks, and we're like, yeah, yeah. and then it just that was uh, a good three weeks. That was, that was a, a really good three weeks. No, but but the, see, the the issue with that is that. Uh, WoW is so spoiled to me now that I can, I don't think I can ever play another single player game ever again. There oh, has well, to be no. that social aspect. There has to, to be a green wall. There <laughs> has to be there has to be somebody of mine or some guy harassing me or making fun of me or saying, "Look at my achievement points. I'm I'm bigger. I'm better." I never do that. I just go, "Hey, hey, hey, my pets hey, can kill hey, your hey. pets. How's it going?" Hey, hey, like, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> And I know it's like, and, and here I am, like talk, talking. So you know, here's where I point the spotlight at Cyrene. Cyrene, what's your take on all this? What me? What do you mean? What's my take on all this? Exactly. It's like you're being all quiet. So it's like, you know, I wonder if they're gonna pay attention to me. It's like here, as Gilmar's gonna say, Cyrene, what's your opinion on all this? I'm gonna, I pulled a Randy Jordan on you. <laughs> Great, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know. I've just been playing WoW. I don't really play any other games. I don't even have Steam. I'm such a failure. Wow. How I do know. You not a, I'm not saying you're a failure, but how do you not have Steam? <laughs> I, I don't free. know. It's, I know. Yeah, it's, I know. It, I, and they hand it. out copies of Portal 1 all the time. It'll take all your money. Yeah, it does. Exactly. I think she's smarter than us. <laughs> I yeah, maybe that's she's why. Smart. She's like, I don't have any extra money. I'm not going to sign up for this service, which will take money from me sooner or later. Mm-hmm. No, see, I sit at my desk and I watch him play TF2, and then that, that gets me my Steam fix. Oh, okay. That's oh, fair okay. enough. So you're you're playing by proxy. That's exactly. totally <laughs> fair. That, totally fair. It works out that way. <laughs> that works. Nah, but you see, now we've kind of like, like diverged from the actual topic. We should probably talk, be talking about Warcraft and stuff. So let's yeah, go yeah, talk yeah. about let's, Warcraft. Well, I mean, it's it's good to you know chat with the guests. It's fine. It's fine. Chatting up with y'all, mate. See what's all going on. Hey, 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 how you doing? Ponies. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> ponies. See, I, I, you brought up the ponies. I, I had, it was going to come up sooner or later. <laughs> which, which, by the way, end of October, starting up. Anyway, I decided the point. Um, so. <laughs> No, but some of the stuff that we've been up to since like last we were on, um, you know, Aludra uh, went ahead and planned to have a kind of like a uh, AIE, you know, guild party night at the actual big launch event down in Irvine. So Aludra and a couple of folks uh, in the guild, actually, we ended up being like, we were like 20 people there. 20 people. Uh, And I had to make a reservation for all of us because they wouldn't (laughs) take it. They wouldn't take it over the phone. It was lame. Well, there's the one thing that that, that that particular restaurant yard house knows is that it's if it's a if it's a blizzard party, yeah, all bets are off. Yeah, because the place was packed. They seated um, us in 15 minutes. Right, no, the, no, it was great. It was like oh, there was like 20 of us. You know, Randy and SJ and Little Will showed up, and we're sitting there and just mm-hmm. talking. It's almost to the point where we didn't even care there was a launch event going on. We were too busy <laughs> joking much. around, talking to each other. We're like, oh yeah, we should go to this thing outside, huh? <laughs> yeah, we should go. Hey, look, it's Metzen. Hey, Metzen. Hey, 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 cat. Hey, cat. How you doing? Hey, it's like, oh look, like I know you. How you doing? Hi, Mary from accounting. How you doing? It's sad that I know these people now. <laughs> we well, spent enough time around them. That's certainly you know that'll happen. No, th- I think the the funniest thing was watching a looter running around to all the cosplayers and saying, "I bring the pandemonium." And I didn't win a hat. And she didn't win a hat. Aww. For the, for the inside baseball of that, they, they had a couple of uh, Cryptozoic uh, cosplayers at the event. And if you found the right cosplayer and said said phrase, you'd walk away with an adorably stupid panda hat. Oh, oh no. The best part about all that is I got linked to say it to a random cosplayer. And yeah. she's like, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. I can't help you. Is that I'm is that what Randy was like? He tweeted himself. Wearing said panda hat? I don't know if he got it from the contest or not, but I was instantly jealous. Okay. Because I I did see a picture of Randy, like, I follow his Twitter feed, and I I did see a picture of him wearing a panda hat. I'm not sure if it is the same panda hat, but... Yeah, pretty much. Some of them had the long sleeves with the little um, paws on them, and some of them didn't. Okay. No, and uh, you you actually missed the, the 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 person who stole the show, which was Little Will, dressed up as Little Super Panda, wearing a adorable Aww. panda hat and a Superman cape, and going around going Super Panda. Wow, that <laughs> that's both random and adorable. <laughs> so, but yeah, but before I go any further, all you female pandarans, you're just freakishly adorable. Adorable. What does Adorable. that even mean? I, I stole that from Aludra. 
my lingo infects all peoples. If if you've played with it with with a with a the moment and she makes up certain words and the new the wor- the the guild word of the day is adorable. <laughs> N- next week it'll be medificated. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I haven't infected the podcast yet. Just because not yet. Not yet. I know your evil plan. <laughs> but but I digress. So I actually showed up with like an actual like agenda, an actual thing I wanted to share with people. I actually kind of worked on this kind of like little like essay that I wanted to talk about. And it's to the guild at large and actually the entire AIEGC community. And that is the concept of being fearless. Uh, someone goes, well, I mean fearless. You know, well, socially fearless. Um, World of Warcraft and other like, social <laughs> games like that, you know, they reward interactions with your fellow player. Um, and being shy and timid has a tendency of, you know, making people look over you, you know, you know forget about you or, or you look over for things. So you kind of have to have kind of a mentality that I've developed over the years where it's like, yeah, yeah, kind of, you know, you know, work out your outside voice and go, hi, I'm Langtheris. How the hell are you? And get make an effort to get to know people and get involved with the, you know, with the guild and events and or better yet, create your own, do your own thing. Um, I, uh, this is where it kind of circles back towards uh, the story that you covered earlier on about Vandeclaw. And uh, when I found out the, on the night that he passed, first of all, it took it kind of hard. Um, one of the reasons being is that I first met Vandalclaw uh, back when we f- were running Karazhan. I think it was the, you know back in Burning Crusades with the original Drunk with Power. Oh wow, that's so, that's like old school. Yeah, so it's like one of those like you know I, I hadn't talked to him in a while, but I knew Vandalclaw you know for a long time back in like 2008 nine when he joined. So it's like one of those like you know, and then to hear what happened, it's just like it's like. Damn it! Um, you know we lost another good one, but it just goes to show that, you know, it, unless you make the effort and you actually go out and talk with folks, you know, you're really not going to, you know, get that full kind of guild experience. You're not going to get this, you know, come up with these stupid moronic stories that comes up, Aludra and the adorable thing and the medificated thing, and you know, you know, you know, I can I can wax all night talking about Tark and Molson and um, Amon and. All the folks that I've raided over over the you know the past you know years, some of my best times that I actually had within the guild was back in Burning Crusades. We're running five mans. I love running five mans, and I can sit there and I I I actually thought the other day it's like I could run five mans every night for the next fifteen years and and never run with the same five people if I didn't want to. Oh yeah, especially in AIE. Like, yeah. <laughs> without oh, yeah. question, we we can supply as many people as you could possibly want to run with. Yeah, I mean, it's like I ran into Xanar the other day, and I hadn't talked to Xanar in a few months, uh, just because she she stopped playing for a little bit. But Xanar used to be part of my like regular five man heroic team, and you know I saw her jump in the, cha- the channel, and we just started chatting up like nothing had happened, because you know it was her, you know it, it would run with her and Toshiko and Stig and mm-hmm. Parlet, who's now back, yay. And well, it's just so like Toshiko. No. I saw her yeah. online just ten minutes ago. Exactly. She's it's just like, yeah. Yes. Hey, Toshiko. Hey, I I, te- I type with you, but I can't because my stupid tablet won't let me do it. But yeah, it just goes to show. It's it's like you know, go out there, make friends, get to know people. You get what you put in. And the other thing is that 
Uh, oftentimes you'll, you'll, you'll see people, and sometimes they'll, they'll go in, in a guild chat and say, I'm bored, there's nothing to do. You know, steal a line from the EVE Online folks. Dare to make your own fun. Nothing's going on? Help, drag people up and go do something. Hey, go play a prank on the Alliance. Go run a five-man. You know, one of the funniest events I ever had was, uh, I forget the name of the, of the fellow who did it because he was just bored. He goes, you know, I really want to kind of diss the Alliance. So we got 40 people. We all ran up the, the, the Stormwind and we all turned around and, and did Slash Fart for 15 minutes. It was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. AIE, classing up your server since 2004. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of the time we went for that achievement where you're supposed to shoot all the faction leaders in the face, and there were only four of us online. Yeah. So yeah, we I... went to Faction City shooting faction leaders in the face with defective BB guns. I think there's a video of, of it somewhere on YouTube, actually. Yeah. And by the time we were done, we had over 45 people who had like, just joined up saying, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. This is fun. And we, we actually took over the, uh, the Ironforge uh, auction house for a good 20 minutes just on a lark. Yeah, just because we could. Yeah. No, and the other thing uh, with this is that human beings learn by failure. Uh, it's one thing that unfortunately, uh, at least you know, our society is always says, don't fail. You know, your, your failure is bad. Believe it or not, that's how humans learn the best. So don't be afraid to fail. So your five-man falls apart and you can't build and kill a boss. So you hit, hit a boss in, in, in a raid instance and you can't get any farther. So your event doesn't go as well as, you know, as it should have. You know, for every one, like, Black Friday event I've ever organized, I've had five or six other events that kind of fell flat on their face. Doesn't make me stop doing it. I just do it. So it's okay if things go a little pear-shaped, and that's fine. Trial and error should be embraced. Yeah, if I stopped having meetups the first time, like, one person showed up, I'd never, ever try to meet people in real life. I know. Well, I know. And, and also, I, I try to throw at least one a month. If one person shows up, that's one person that you didn't possibly know before. Yeah. Like, I, I still am a horrible person and that I know there are a ton of folks in the Bay Area that I need to just organize something. It's just as soon as work releases its stranglehold, I will be more than happy to get something organized. But it's, yeah, I, I know that there are at least like five or ten people in this area that... I really need to just buckle down and organize something. Yeah, it, and it and it's like it's just do it. It's one of the things that just go ahead and do it. And remember, it's not a it's 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 all about the journey and the adventure. The loot is always secondary because next really expansion is. comes around. I've always already replaced all my really nice purple gear tier uh, gear from last expansion with a bunch of blues and greens. It's 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 just the mechanic and it's immaterial. It's the oh, actual the adventure and relationships you, you make. Yeah, the game's really just an excuse to hang out with some really good people. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And it's a great way to meet some really good people, too. Though, did everybody else hear the cry of a thousand casters when a green replaced their, their le epic legendary staff? Because <laughs> yes. that was that was kind of funny and sad at the same time. Because it's like they expected, some level they expected to always have their legendary. And then this green shows up. <laughs> So to hey, me, I'm still running with my daggers. I'm happy about that. To, to <laughs> me, the legendary should scale. Maybe not like yes. to purple level, but they should at least be equivalent to like level 90 blues. Like as you level up, like they, they should be a version of uh, what is the heirloom gear. 
Like, Mm -hmm. it should scale because it's legendary. It's like you're not going to throw away Excalibur because you got a new shiny. (laughs) Like, that's that just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. the mighty Excalibur has been replaced by my brand new Craftsman Wave tool. Woo-hoo! Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's kind of sad that you're like, oh, I totally, you know, quested for, you know, 60 days and got these new, like, super shiny daggers. And now I, oh, the first quest I did in MOP got me better daggers. <laughs> like, that's, that's, it's just kind of sad. Not quite the first quest, but. <laughs> but. But, you know, Gomez, now that I think about it, it's all immaterial because that's what transmogging is for. Oh yeah, that's that's anymore. That's very true. That you can still have the look of the cool thing that you got with yeah. That that's that's a good point. So there you go, and knowing's half the battle. So so now to continue going on. So the Pantera, uh, the Pandera Co Guild, by the way, since the uh, the the expansion was released, has exploded. And now boasts a population of over 500 characters. It's actually at 609 right now. Oh, and that's not because I'm leveling my my. Oh, my, dude, my it's not are you playing right now? What are you doing? <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, I died. Damn it. Six over six hundred characters. Wow. Yeah, 600 characters, and that that Kogild what had 200 maybe pre-launch. So yes. that's 400 all-new Pandatoons and Monks coming back just to hang out with us, guys. You rule. Yes. And uh, the the other thing, too, is that um, 497 tunes were added to the guild. Uh, uh, Tatsumi does the, uh, the the metrics for us. I mean, that's just, he just <laughs> updated them the other day. But prior to this update, we had 497 brand-new tunes, all pandas, join the guild. The day, you know, the, the, the week before... The actual opening of the of the guild to the, to uh, to new applications, so 500 before we even get to new applications. Well, that's one in ten people made a panda mm-hmm. in AIE. One in ten. Mm-hmm. So that that touches upon the continued growth of AIE, and I want to you know. What's wrong with those other people? <laughs> I don't know. Only They're one in ten. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it. The number of the people in AIE and then 500 new pandas means one in ten. Mm. Some people are slacking. Math is hard. Hey, I have <laughs> I have made three pandas and I love them to bits. I would turn them all into pandas, but no, no, I'm sorry. I, I want a panda warlock. I really want a panda warlock. Well, I want a panda din. So you know we're a panda din. Did you just panda say panda din? Okay. Oh my god. That would be awesome. I'm editing that out. I, I'm sorry. That's... <laughs> Quick, do so, do so. You can't edit it out. Everyone say pan it in. Pan it in. Oh, you don't think I can edit this out too? Come on now. Well, you'd have to You'd have to edit out all the chat talking up to this. No, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah. But, but you know, thanks for all the me- to all the membership and the hard work of all the, uh, the WoW officers and you guys. Uh, the, the podcast and uh, the big kudos for Scott Johnson who continues to let the world know what a cool place AIE is mm-hmm. and by continuing to promote us um, like on podcasts like The Instance and The Morning Stream two shows by the way which members should really tune in and listen to see see what I did there I see yeah, what I did there yeah him in return yep. like like yeah, we he have needs he needs the help. Of <laughs> yeah, um, you know, poor, poor Scott Johnson. It's it's sad that those shows never really took off. <laughs> oh, I 
crying on the inside. I know. No, but with, uh, like I said, with the new expansion, expect to see a lot of new names and faces in the guild, and particularly in, in, uh, in guild chat and vent. And remember to be good citizens, folks. Remember that, you know, to share your knowledge and everything you learn in kind of the AIE kind of way, because remember, we were all noobs once. And best way to help out the noobs is by helping them out, you know, letting them know what, the, you know, what a great experience AIE is and, you know, spreading the, spreading the knowledge, spreading the wealth. Sir, I insult you. I was never a noob. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm still a noob. <laughs> See, when Gomez was born, he was not born a small baby. He was actually born a six foot two man strapping. Well, I shrank, uh, apparently, <laughs> since, since I was born. That's kind of sad. It's like that Buttons, it's like that, the Buttons movie where you get, you know, you get yeah, you know, shorter, button, yes. you get smaller as you get older. So, but, uh, but also with that, uh, the fair bit of serious news is remember that uh, by the end of October, we're going to be going back to removing characters have been inactive for three months. Um, one of the reasons we went to kind of like five or well, actually we stopped and going back to five to, re- to reintroduce is a three uh, three month thing is that I didn't want to kill all the officers with the reinvitation of all those people that we had kicked out earlier because you, we knew we were, you guys were going to come back. So, but with that said, we have to kind of control the, uh, the size of the co-gills because we're edging Oh, so close to the caps on so many of the older coal guilds. Yeah, and with we these, are. I mean, remember, we, we started Salus, um, and now Salus is getting up there. Uh, I mean, it's it's getting big. Pandera was opened up just three weeks ago, and now it's six, seven hundred people now at this point. We're actually floating the idea of, is it time to start thinking and contemplating a 12th coal guild? Which would be great, but there's, like, issues involved with that some technical issues and that the fact that it will require a little bit of work on Greenwall to work with a 12th Gold Guild. So in order to kind of make it easy on us and give us a little bit of buffer, if you've been inactive longer than three months in mid-October, we're going to remove you, so be aware. So speaking of which, more statistics times, and thank you again for Tetsemi for getting this number. Total Guild population right now is, and this is as of yesterday afternoon, is 9,357. That's just wow, right? That's just yeah. wow. That's wow. just wow. <laughs> we need to do an all games count. That would yeah. be impressive. Yes, that would well, be we, awesome. Well, we actually could. I mean, you can look at Omami and see how many total applications. You kind of would have to kind of extrapolate people who are no longer players or such. But uh, actually, I think I remember taking, at the, taking a look at Omami and seeing the total number of app, you know, Umami apps, and it, it was like 24,000. Uh, actual records in Umami. So, you know, once you, of course, remove people who are no longer with the community or no longer playing, that's still an awful lot of people. That's a ton. Yeah, so... So, there you go. So, and also to, like, uh, to... I need to look at, at, at Aludra. I need to fall on bended knee and say... <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you, you could if she had a webcam. I know. Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, Did we you just have diss Aludra yourself, Zod? That... He did. He did totally just himself. Called yeah, himself you call that a preemptive attack. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Langtheris is eating crow because why? When he's not busy cresting and looking at stuff and making friends with Zico. Ooh, I love Zico. Yay. <laughs> Greatest NPC ever. Get the Uka out of here. Isn't that Rico? Is it Rico? Oh, yeah, Rico. Rico, yeah. Rico. Rico. Oh, sorry. Rico. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> 
I still I still have like 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 you know I still think back of the uh, the idea of a uh, of an undead uh, undead and an orc female walking out going let's go do girl things and I'm like oh really like what does it what does skipping a, away what does a forsaken and, and an orc woman go go do let's go go let's go to the bathroom together it's like oh my. I said, wow, broke my brain. <laughs> so you were saying. I was saying. Uh, for as much like guff I gave Aludra about pet battling, it's all I seem to be able to do nowadays. Oh, it is so fun. Yes. Gotta catch I, them all. <laughs> I am determined. See, one of my favorite uh, formerly not in combat pets was Egbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love him because he's spastic. And oh, yeah, dude, in, he runs and, around like crazy. No, back in Burning Crusades, I used to freak everyone out because I'd call him up and we were in SSC or a, a, or a, or a Gruul's Lair. Oh, and they're like, and, don't let that pull any additional mobs. And what's the first thing Egbert does? <laughs> Makes a beeline to the boss and having um, 40 people going, no! Yeah, Egbert is a bit of a spaz. Like I, I, I do, I do understand. I, I remember that. I do have Egbert, so I, I remember that that Cars well. Cars in ballroom, <laughs> the Cars in ballroom. You want to see people panic? <laughs> That's where he spazzed out, and they're like, "Get your pet back! Get your pet back!" I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't pull anything. It I looks know. like he's gonna pull stuff, but he doesn't actually pull stuff. Oh, it's when he stops. No, he's a he's flagged as not a threat. Yeah, but he it's still when when people are so used to seeing like like hunter pets do that, they're like no spastic little like chicken glucks up goes stops looks the boss wanders around and runs back and it's like we're all gonna die. It's like no, it's it's okay guys. But anyway, I I am determined to make Egbert the most spastic pet in Warcraft. Little XT and the spirit of competition, the greatest battling team in all of Azeroth. You mean you can make him the very best, like nobody ever was? Yes. <laughs> or the best around, no one's ever going to keep you down. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I am being realistic and realizing that I'm getting my, my hind handed to me by spring rabbits and mechanical squirrels. Oh, uh, ouch. Yeah, oh. Spirit of Competition, okay. was that the like uh, Chinese Olympic pet? Yes, yes it was. Dragon. Okay, oh, I, I believe I do actually have that one. Ooh. Dang it, you guys are going to make me resubscribe. I cannot afford this, people. <laughs> it, it is so nicely with my panda. Gomez, he's got the coolest attack where he flies straight up in the air so he's immune to any battle, you know, any attack, and then swoops in and beats the crap out of people. Except you said you're being beat by spring rabbits and mechanical squirrels. <laughs> that is the problem. It's, I, a, it's I, a type imbalance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the grass zone. type isn't really good against the wheat type. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no, yeah, you don't. You, you don't know. try to battle dinner with lunch. <laughs> and and when when they're in the hands of a brewmaster, they become something real special. Oh, but but doof is me. It's like you know, I'm here with my pets. Like, oh, there's there's critters here to battle in Pondaria. I'll go, you know, whip them out and start fighting. Not realizing that the the the, the mere like the level twenty three chicken. Just destroyed my level ten Egbert. Oh it's like, wow! What? What? Oh, I suck. Man, I'm gonna because I'm gonna have to. 
I hate you people. <laughs> one <laughs> of us. That's true. When Maybe when Star Wars goes free to play, which should be in November, maybe I can just swap that out for WoW. Like, yes. there you go. swap that payment, just move it on over to WoW. So we'll, yes. we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that how right. that pans out. I actually at the uh, at the Pandera launch event, I actually talked to, to Randy. He goes, please, 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 you know all those special limited edition pets that you only released like for like special events like Tyrael or the Diablo little mini pet or um, you know Murky or the um, the 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 Zergling. It's like bring those back because I would really love to have Tyrael and like mini Diablo battle it out. Or you know whip out like oh my that'd be pet. awesome. Well, wasn't whip. wasn't the Tyrael like the super like European, uh, yeah. uh, BlizzCon. Yes. Yeah. So and like, it's super rare. Yeah. And, you, and I, I know one guy who has and, one and guy. I will, and I will pay good money. I have paid money for stupid hats in TF2. <laughs> I will pay stupid amount of money for a Tyrael for, for Link. Well, I'm just, I'm just thrilled that I believe with Missa Pandaria, they, they added so that special mounts are, across characters as opposed to just to a specific character so the big blizzard bear that i got years ago and i like did on my alliance tune like gomas can now use yeah so you just i gotta log into each one of your characters so yes. that it shows up yes I, I and i'm really looking forward to that because that's like a really cool mount like the the little murloc like carrying the the blizzcon flag like that was a really cool mount but i didn't know about aie when i got that mount so yeah Absolutely, and Tiger. Now it's on all the tunes. <laughs> nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted that pet. I always wanted because it, it was a it was a great, great like uh, uh, subterfuge pet because you'd jump on a pet and go running into the alliance and and go, oh, it's 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 a tiger. It's one of us. No, it's not. Well, now Oops. I'm a Pandaren on the tiger. Poor. So they really poor, don't know. Exactly. I know. Poor cat. <laughs> Oh, but I, I, enough about me. Let's go talk about me. And let's just say, folks, you know, do yourselves a favor. Do me a favor. Read the forums. Go to the, the forums. Future. Yes. The very future of Azeroth and AI depends on it. Now that I'm busy, like, done, like, monopolizing the entire podcast, Cyrene. <laughs> Talk to us, please. You're, you're like the guild us. leader. You have that right. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah, that that is true. You, as the guild leader, you can you can say as much as you need to say. Plus, there's I, no way to stop you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah, just kick I, us from the guild, so that's yeah, you know. Exactly. I, I, like Therese has a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, I'm on to kind of talk about some guild events that's coming up, and. Uh, Basically, there's a big, massive guild event coming up, and it's not Brewfest, and it's not Allo's End, and unless you're new to the guild or been living under the rock, you should probably know what this is, but the craft fair! Woohoo! Oh, maybe Yay! I'll have to come Yay! back in time for that, because I could definitely use some help with all of the new stuff that's coming yeah, up. All the new pandas need the craft level, <laughs> the professions leveled up. Yep, uh, we did. Forums are being posted, captains are set. Craft Fair is Saturday and Sunday, November 10th and 11th. So check out the forum post on that. For people so, who don't know, do you explain what a Craft Fair is? I will, definitely. I know we have a lot of new people joining us, so I will tell you. So say you just joined AIE. What is the Craft Fair? Well, the Craft Fair is a guild-wide event that happens twice a year in the spring and in the fall. 
where members of the guild donate extra crafting materials um, for each professions, like cloth, herbs, or that type of thing throughout the year. And then uh, each profession has a captain with bank alts that holds everything. And then when the fair comes around, you bring your little panda or whatever you're leveling up. You meet up with us in Silverman City and say, hey, I'm level 90 and I want to start jewel crafting. And my jewel crafting is 10 because I haven't done anything. Well, we will literally hand you all the gems, mats that you need to level all the way up to max level, whatever you can go to based on your level. So, Oh my gosh, what does this fantastic service cost? <laughs> nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh my gosh, for free? <laughs> for free. Well, you know, threads, stuff like that, vendor items, you know, obviously that's, you know, different. But yeah, pretty much it's free. So wow. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Now you Good said they be, you said level ninety. Do they have to be level ninety to, to no. level up? No, you can you can be as um, anybody that has an AIE guild tag can come to the craft fair. You can be level fifteen and level to like seventy five. It doesn't matter. You can bring whatever you want to bring. So, um, but yeah, this event started years ago, and uh, it's just grown as the guild has been growing. And now the past couple of fairs, it's taken two days three hours each day for us to put this fair on and it's ran completely by volunteers from the guild. So, and it takes us two to three months of planning for each fair to put it all together for everybody. It is a ton of work. You guys do an amazing job. Again, thank you guys enough for it. Yep. So yeah, it's a lot of fun and everybody has a good time running it and, uh, everybody volunteers and, you know, you volunteer for one, you help out level another one and, um, it's pretty good. Uh, I think Soul Tour's done one too. Yeah, it's going across uh, across uh, games now. Have you talked about the giveaways and raffles? In yep, we do raffles every time too. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have a bank alt that I hold like a special, um, just an entire guild bank tab full of nothing but prizes that people donate to us to give away for the raffle for the craft fair. Uh, I think we had over like a hundred and fifteen prizes at the Spring Craft Fair. Oh, dang! <laughs> yep, Jesus. it was crazy. And uh, seven of those were in-game mounts. We had uh, three vials of the sands, three mechano hogs, and somebody gave us a uh, game code for a celestial steed to give away too. So it was pretty epic. Wow! Not wow. That's the the vial of the sands. Like that's. That, that takes a lot of time and effort to get that thing done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then we had a guildie who came up to me after the fair was over last, uh, this past spring. And um, because the Vial of the Sands takes a lot of pyrite for the mounts um, because of all the true gold transmutes, they gave me um, like a third of a guild bank tab of full stacks of pyrite or for like the next craft fair for now. Oh, nice. Oh, that's um, awesome. I'm just wondering if that uh, <laughs> person happens to be in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> who, right? I saw that too. <laughs> who happens to be so. an exemplary member of uh, AIE, which who continues to show how cool it is to be an AIE. Uh, A generous th- member. Yes. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, um, so there's people who's been in the craft fair before. There's people who's never been in the craft fair. We try to set times to where, you know, we can try and get as many people as we can. But 
Um, we have a couple important things to announce this time. Um, there's a couple new and different things this time around. It's kind of be kind of different than what we've done in the past. So um, it's really important. I kind of just wanted to go through it really quick. Um, the first thing is, is because Pandas is so new and people have not uh, hit cap level yet with 90, people are still leveling like, their personal professions, um, we're only helping people at the craft fair from levels 1 to 525. We're not doing any Panda materials, we're only going through Cataclysm. Um, but we will take donations for Panda stuff if you have extras, because when the spring craft fair comes around, we're going to do all the panda stuff. So we're just but letting people still, know ahead of one time. one to 525. Yeah, it's yeah. like, how dare you not do up to 600? Like, <laughs> Yeah, the audacity. So I am finding that the materials in this expansion are so plentiful, I could swim. I could build an ocean out of all my wind wool and swim through it and sail a boat on it. And, you know, it's just crazy. And I hear people Give with me extra hundreds. No, <laughs> yeah, send them to Cyrene. She will yes. be more than happy to take them off your hands. Yes, any extras, I will take them. <laughs> I've got a little boat. It needs to float. No. <laughs> um, second thing is, is we do have new captains this time around, and we've had some captains kind of switch jobs up. So there's a forum post, and I updated it today. It has um, a list on the Azeroth thread, and it's pinned at the top. You can't really miss it. And it will tell you who's working what professions. And beside it, it will tell you the name of the bank alt to send mats to. So if you want to donate mats or anything, um, it gives you a listing right there of who to send them to, so who to contact about what they need and that sort of thing. So it's really great to double-check that. I know some people were sending stuff all summer long, and people changed over, and then we had to resend it back again. So it just oh, rough. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> At that point, I just kind of give them the whole bank. Here, have the guild. Just, just take it. I, I think we had, uh, we got the captains together for a meeting a couple of weeks ago, and I think we had like three or four brand new guild banks just for storing mats created on top of the ones we already had. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a massive amount of materials, but, you know, we do it for the guild, and the guild does it for each other, so it's a lot of fun. But, you know, there we go. Um, the third one, and this is kind of the big one, this is the new shiny different thing that we're doing. Um, the Skilled uh, event is really huge, and it has been growing so much, and it's been super, super crazy to put on for everybody. Um, Salem actually stepped up. He's volunteering this time around, and he created a form, like an, um, an online form, for people to fill out to pre-register for the craft fair so that you can get in early. You can pre-register and say, hey, this is the tune I want to bring. This is what they're doing. This is what level they're at. This is what times during the craft fair I'm available so that the captains know um, how many people are coming, but so they also know that, you know, we need to save mats for that person. So right now, you know, this time around, we're not making it a requirement. Um, we're kind of testing it out and feeling it out. Um, but we are telling people that if you pre-register for the ca uh, craft fair with this forum, um, we will give them um, priority over people who just randomly show up the day of the fair. So fill out your form, get them in early. Cool, cool. That that's uh, that's incentive for people to plan ahead because this is free, ladies and gentlemen. So yes. you can just all you need to do is fill out a form and show up, and they will hand you stuff, and you can level your profession. So it's like the fast pass of crafting. <laughs> 
right? It's like the, here, how to level enchanting in two hours. <laughs> yeah, and it so. only takes that long because you got to sit there and watch your hands wiggle <laughs> to get the points, you know? <laughs> so, um, so then a lot of people come up and ask, you know, you can level mining at the craft fair because we do a lot of smelting and then we give the bars to the other professions, but you can't really level herb uh, herbalism or skinning during the fair. So um, one of our main helpers and uh, skinning captain, Tenchel, every Sunday starting uh, this weekend, actually the 7th is the first one, from 2 to 4 server time, Tenchel and a bunch of other captains for the craft fair are going to hold what we call gathering raids. Basically, any level... It, it could be level 10, it could be level, you know, 70. You come out, we'll hook you up with somebody that is a higher level than you, and we will basically go through whatever zones in Azeroth, Cataclysm, Outlands, raise it to the ground. You can skin, loot, mine, whatever, and we basically kill everything for you so you don't have to worry about dying. Ooh, I like this idea. Yep, and then we take all the herbs and mines and stuff that we get, and then we donate it back to the craft fair for the people who are leveling those professions. So I can nice. still work with those in, inside those parameters. <laughs> well, and also the the he's giving away free profession bags for the members on their first trip out. So yep. like you have a uh, you know a twenty two slot. No, he can give you a thirty six slot bag uh, for yeah, well, the specific profession that you're you that you're leveling up. So that's that's yeah, super uh, helpful. Mammoth mining bags and huge herb bags. I don't remember what they're called, but we have the skinning bags. And, yeah, so it helps you to help us so you can hold more mats. But, you know, we're giving them away so that you each have a bag for your profession, too. So, And a lot of people are donating stuff for that. So it, it works out really well. But there's a great write-up on the forums about how it works and where we're meeting and all that kinds of stuff. So The forums, you say? <gasps> yes, the forums. Where is this mystical place? <gasps> Oh my gosh, I wonder where. <laughs> What's this forum thing you talk about? It's craziness. It's like people communicate in a way that you can actually read and kind of keep track of what's going on. No way. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be saying that there'll be like these machines with wheels that take you from one place to another. <laughs> or machines with wings that fly. So Machines can't fly. <laughs> Um, so we talked about the raffle, and uh, details are going to come out soon. We're going to have another meeting for captains and stuff, and we'll go over the last-minute details for that. So watch the forums, you know, that forums, things that you're supposed to be reading. Uh, we'll get a post up for that. But um, we're going to have a guild-wide party after the craft fair on the 10th, Saturday night. So we'll see if somebody wants to volunteer to uh, run that, maybe do some costume contests or something. I don't know. We haven't decided yet. But... Um, and uh, a little birdie told me that we might even do a coop run that weekend, too. A coop run, you say? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yes. S spreading the AI love to the Alliance because they well, we got to share with them. Yeah. They always feel so left out. It's like, it's like a friend of mine says, they need a hug. They need a teeth hug. Here. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, keep your eyes on the forums. We'll have details coming out. Remember, forums are your friends. Okay. But anyway, oh, I do have one other thing. Um, Tenchel did send me an email earlier today. He needs two people to volunteer as a runner for the craft fair to be in his um, leatherworking bank alt 
guilds. So if you have an ungilded tune, like an alt or a slot to make one, if you want to help out with a craft fair, he needs two people to volunteer for that. So if you want to help out, get with him on the forums or you know, send me an email. My email will be in the show notes and all that other stuff, and we'll make sure we get you set up. Okay, great. Uh, Lank or Cyrene, is there anything else that you guys wanted to mention before we uh, wrap this up? Panda, panda, pandas. <laughs> uh, well, besides pandas. Oh, you know what? You know what's a Pandarian's favorite desserts? What's that? Yeah. Believe it or not, you take, you take like like two cups of vanilla pudding, a half a box of vanilla wafers, some sliced up bananas, put them all together, banana pudding. Mm. <laughs> what are you banana talking pudding. about? <laughs> I don't know. I think we've lost him. I think we've lost Lank. <laughs> so that's our show for this evening. We want to thank Lank and Cyrene for joining us. Next week, we'll be yes, talking thanks. to the folks in AIE SWOTOR. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, do you want to get a shout out too? This is coming from nowhere. <laughs> Wait, edit that line out. Moving on. Yeah. We forgot to strip that out of the notes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm drinking it too. Like, what is that doing in the show notes? So. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We've got a full, a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including the overly dramatic news, Southern Gaming with Boovie, Mod Minute, Aludra's Pets, Epic Achievements, Mysteries of Pandaria Number Four is Death, Epic Typers, Mega Minute, Ask Miss Malgra, Hunter Talk, and AIE Galactic News. Which Actually, we just, we just yeah, we just played that. that. Sorry, <laughs> that that was editing. Ow. We'll edit that. Who so. does these notes? <laughs> <laughs> but first, if you want to reach us, we can be found at our email is podcast at aie guild oh aie guild org. Our Twitter is at aie podcast. I am at show not found. Accusad is at accusad. Aludra is at aludra underscore aie. Our guest twitters are at langtheris and at Cyrene aie. We have our new website, www.theaiepodcast.com, and I will read anything on the page. Woohoo! Dang it! I am not reading the next two things. (laughs) So, thank you very much, folks. Um, We had a suggestion for a show title earlier. Uh, I I will call the show here. Thank you very much for our guests who joined us and the chat room. We had a very nice turnout in the chat room this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website. A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-s-gaming-community. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to AIE. submissions. Ow.
returns. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Excitement at the ODN offices this morning as a mysterious package arrived containing a message from ODN founder Accuzod. We bring it to you now, live and unedited. Hello? Hello? I hope you can hear me. I'm recording this on an empty biscuit tin using a football point pen, three feet of shoreline, and a roll of duct tape. It's amazing what you can do with duct tape. Anyway, this is Accuzod. I'm certain the entire Horde army's been out looking for me, but they don't seem to have found me yet. I was carried out of the studio by a rampaging pack of gnomes. I've been living with them for some time now, and I must say the natives are restless. Really, they don't sleep at all. They stay up all night practicing new dance moves and holding karaoke contests. I was... What? Oh, okay, looks like I have to go. Party Rock Anthem is on the screen, and it's my turn on the mic. I'll send more updates as I learn more about these curious creatures. Glad to hear you're okay, Zod. We hope you'll explain next time why the package had so much postage and strange calligraphy in the return address. Till then, stay safe. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Well, howdy and welcome to Southern Gaming with Bowie. I went to an AIE meet'em up here in Phoenix, and let me tell you, it was a hoot. Gots to meet tons of fellow guildies. Loved it so much, I thought I'd name them all. Here it comes. Starting out, we had Nymphadora, who entertained us all with a bright blue head o' hair. That was something right there. Next, we had Mechala, Michaela, or something like that. She's in WoW, but sounds like a mech warrior pilot to me. Then there was Unbound, which is good, because if she'd have been all tied up, she wouldn't have made it to the meetup. Then there was Raven Dawn, because you got to have them early bird people. Emac was there. Sounds like a big rig driver to me, you know, one of them big old Mack trucks. Yes, sir, that's a real southern thing right there. Well, Laid was there, too, and, and glad he was not way late. Way late, way late, something like that. But I'm glad he's there because he's, he's fun to hang with. Al the Mage was there. Now, that's a good southern-sounding name right there. Good old Al. Salem was there without the witch trials, which is good because he was sitting right next to Al the Mage, and that wouldn't have been pretty at all. Leo Wan was there, too, and they told me these was one of four people playing out their guild wars. Well, what's really cool about that is Orin Dust was there also in the Guild Wars, and so was Murkath. So right there, that's three of the four people playing that game. Daggone, we had us a whole guild right there. Back to WoW, we had us a Tanadrel, which sounds like a cold medicine, you know, like that Benadryl stuff. Runway or Ruby, she goes by either one. I figured she done Runway with some kind of Ruby or something, I don't know. Maybe like that Romance in the Stone movie that was out some time ago. Tet Semi was there too. That's another big rig. Good old semi-trucks. Yes, sir. That's a southern thing if I ever heard it. Silver Hawks was there and said he could not afford a golden goose, so he settled for the Silver Hawk. Solar Flare was there, and it didn't screw up my new iPhone 5, which I was grateful for. You know them there, Solar Flares. Well, Boovy was awake. That's me. Never mind that. Alacast was there, but he said just to call him Al. That's a little confusing because we also had Al the Mage. Yeah, but that's another good old Southern name. 
Leontine was there hanging out with us like a lion using a piece of twine. That's old Leontine. Twine. Twine. Vakella was there, but I just like to call her Kiki. Works better for my southern drawl. And last but certainly not least was Moonshay. And we talked about my good old days of cow tipping. Good old Moonshay. Yep, that's right. Well, that's it for that meetup, and that was a lot of fun, and I wish everybody had been there. That's it for this edition of Southern Gaming. Y'all come back now, you hear? What's up, guys? This is Kefis, your friendly neighborhood monk. The winds of change have arrived, not only for me, but for Mod Minute. Because with a new expansion comes a whole new set of mods. So for this week's Mod Minute, I'd like to tell you about three mods for pet battles. So first up, we've got Battle Pet Quality Notifier. This mod will tell you in your chat window the quality of the wild pet you encounter at the beginning of the battle. This way you don't have to waste time trying to catch poor or uncommon pets and just go after those rares you want. It's a real time saver. You'll also want to check out Pokemon Trainer. This mod will provide information about the pets you're fighting during battle. It'll tell you what potential attacks they have and what's best to use against them from your team. And last up, my personal favorite pet battle mod is Pet Journal Enhanced. This mod improves upon the already well-designed pet journal by adding extra filters in. You can filter pets by level or quality or even what zone you're currently in. It also colors the names of the pets based on what quality they are. So if you're enjoying the pet battle system as much as I am, you'll want to check out all of these mods. You can find all three of them on Curse. You can follow me on Twitter at TheKefis. And you can learn more about Mod Minute by heading over to modminute.blogspot.com. This is Kefis. Until next time. Oh, Luja the Mage here, helping you build your pet army. That's right, pet army. As in, they fight now? If you're on your quest to level 90, then there's one guy who makes an early appearance in the Jade Forest. Fishy! The Alliance can get this pet from the quest, Let Them Burn, while the Horde get it when completing What's in a Name Name. Both are part of the central quest chain of the Jade Forest, so you have little chance of missing it. Fishy is, as you guessed it, an aquatic type, which means flying types have the edge. Who knew? A heron can beat a fish! But you undead better look out. This is another of those aquatic pets that has its own bubble, too. And if you ask me, this unique pet is probably the best way to start on your quest in the new Pandaria Zones. Yay! If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. Old shows are at aludraspets.com, and more battle pet information can be found at battlepet.net. Greetings, Takumiko Zochi here with another edition of Epic Achievements, your one-stop destination for achievements in World of Warcraft. This week's achievement is Scourer of the Eternal Sands, which is worth 10 achievement points. This can be obtained by acquiring the reins of the Grey Riding Camel from Dormus, the Camel Hoarder. To find Dormus, one must find a mysterious camel figurine in the Sands of Voldem. There are two types of figurines. Ones with NPC ID 50410 and ones with NPC ID 50409. NPC ID 50409 is the one that teleports you to Dormus's location in Feralus. Once teleported, you will gain the Dormus's Rage debuff that will allow you to see him for 20 minutes. 
Once the 20 minutes is up, you will phase out. When battling him, it's a simple burn him down while avoiding the camel spit puddles on the ground, which do 2 to 3k damage when standing in them. His camel smash attack only does 1.8k damage per hit, but they come very fast. Once dead, you will be rewarded with the reins of the gray riding camel, a feat of strength, and the title the camel hoarder. The easiest way to find the figurines is to configure NPC scan or silver dragon for NPC ID 50409 and fly around spawn points using the TomTom add-on. A list of these coordinates will be posted on the Epic Achievements blog. For more Epic Achievements, visit epicachievements.blogspot.com. Hero, get your head down. No, stay still and do not look up. Apologies, defender of Aaliyah Akhtar S. I am Chen, your friendly disembodied Pandaren voice, and you are in mortal danger. For you see, this is the fourth time we have met. As in, this is the fourth installment of Mysteries of Pandaria. The number four is unlucky here in Pandaria because it is nearly homophonous with the word death. I will speak this horrible number no more. When Pandarians count, we say one, two, three, three plus one, and five. Or we would say, I live on the third plus one floor, and so on. We do not mention the number that comes after 3, nor do we group in numbers greater than 3 and less than 5. Stay down! Do you not feel the evil energies all around you? The third plus one time we meet is not a time you should be walking around. Keep your face in the mud until I come back to see you again. Until next we meet, AIE. The number four is considered unlucky in many Asian societies, especially those with large Chinese populations. To talk more about role-playing this and other Asian cultural concepts in Pandaria, speak to me on twitter.com slash talkingaloudbru. And remember, never group in fours or someone is going to die. Horribly. Epic diapers. Oof, I'm glad I'm done with Jade Forbes. tired of being called a duker anyway. All right, here. Says on the map that the next zone is called uh, Valley of the Four Winds. Hmm. All right, well, it looks like there's a Pandaren down there. Hi there. Welcome to the Valley of the Four Winds, strange talking cow. Um, okay, so where does the name come from? Legend has it that the winds in this area drive in the clouds from the ocean, watering our fertile fields in the valley. We are the breadbasket of Pandaria, you know? <laughs> are, are you sure the name wasn't coined, I don't know, for something else? No, why would you say that? We are proud farmers with plenty of food that we harvest and sell. In fact, traveler, would you be interested in purchasing from a selection of our finest beans? Huh? No, 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 I, ju I just ate, I'm good, thanks. Okay then, perhaps you would fancy some of our fresh, crispy asparagus. No, no, really, I'm good. I'm just looking for some quests here. Surely, you would like to indulge in some lentils? No. Brussels sprouts? No. Cauliflower? No. Broccoli? Cabbage? Yak milk? No, really, I'm, I'm not hungry. In fact, I think I'm going to be sick. I need to get out of here. Follow me at Epic Diapers and check out EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo.
Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Code, a mini cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I go over our three level 45 talents. Our talents here give us some new healing tools to add to our arsenal. First one, Selfless Healer. Your successful judgments reduce the cast time and mana cost of your next flash of light by 35% per stack and improves its effectiveness by 35% per stack when used to heal others. Stacks up to three times. Useful in both PvE and PvP. Just be mindful that in order to get the most from it, it requires you to be regimented with using your judgment spell to build those stacks. Could definitely see it going hand in hand with Burden of Guilt in BGs and Arenas. Second one, Eternal Flame. Eternal Flame consumes up to three holy power to replace a protective holy flame on a friendly target, which heals them for 5629 and an additional 519 every 3 seconds for 30 seconds. Healing increase per charge of holy power. This will replace Word of Glory and can find its place in both PvE and PvP. Third and last, Sacred Shield. Sacred Shield protects the target with a shield of holy light for 30 seconds. The shield absorbs up to 249 damage every 6 seconds. Can be active only on one target at a time. Like Eternal Flame, can be used in both PvE and PvP. Now which did I go with? For PvE, my standard setup will be to take Sacred Shield. I have no doubt that Eternal Flame will find its use for certain boss fights benefiting from a heal over time. But by taking Sacred Shield, I now can keep a shield up on a tank and still have access to two holy power heals, Word of Glory and Light of Dawn. Now for PvP, since my level 30 talent is Burden of Guilt, I went with the Selfless Healer talent for an access to an instant and powerful flash of light. This completes this week's Mega Minute. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Thronga and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, is it considered double dipping for a Pandaren brewmaster to attend Brewfest? Brewmasters are always on the lookout for new ideas and ingredients for their special brews. And Pandaren brewmasters are highly regarded artists of the spirits. So, do not be surprised to see these gentlemen guzzlers as regular attendees at Brewfest. This is not considered double dipping, merely research. If you are lucky, the affable Pandaren brewmaster may even offer to put it on your tab. Just be careful if the brewmaster offers to sell you his Wolpertinger Ranch. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Ready? This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the Hunting Hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is pet battles. Joining me, as he often does, my co-host, Flappy the Dragonhawk. This week I was going to try to talk about hunter glyphs in Mists of Pandaria, but you know what? I found something more interesting. No, Flappy, not that. 
uh, I'm going to invade Eludra and Kephas' territory a bit and talk about pet battles. Oh, enough, Flappy. I hadn't really been paying attention to the new pet battle system, but then I discovered I could rename my pet and, uh, well, I'd just like to introduce my new battle pet, Flappity the Golden Dragonhawk Hatchling. Hello? Uh, Flappity? Uh, Flappy, have you seen Flappity? That's what I did at the dinner search, You did what? Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners, I think we're going to have to make this our stopping point. I need to contact the authorities and get a new Golden Dragonhawk hatchling. Thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. Big ups to Flappity. Be sure to find me on Twitter. At Johnny Feisty. J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y. Because he likes you. And there we have episode 119 of the AIE Podcast. Thanks to Cyrene and Lank Theris for joining us. And wow, 10 segments this week. Keep them coming, folks. We love them. We'll be chatting with the folks in AIE SWOTOR next week. So make sure and tune in then. Thanks for listening. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!